Welcome back to Considerations from the Capitol from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell, as always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good afternoon, Father, and Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year. Today is the Solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, and Father, reflect on today's Gospel from St. Luke. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen, heard and seen, just as it had been told. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Father. Okay. Well, first off, Happy New Year, everyone, and Happy Feast of the Mary Mother of God. And uh, although it was not a quote-unquote holy day of obligation, I hope many of you began the year going to Mass, and it was a beautiful Mass. We had a pretty decent attendance out here in the country, in Damascus, and um, I wanted to make uh, three points. You know, I, I know that, you know, maybe a lot of us, you know, we we hear, you know, make New Year's resolutions, and okay, but I, I think, you know, every year we should look back and Think about what does God want us to do better this year? And the first M is make haste to see Jesus. Uh, Pope Emeritus Benedict, in his book, The Infancy Narratives, but also in a homily, he said the following. He said, the shepherds made haste. Holy curiosity and holy joy impelled them. In our case, it is probably not very often that we make haste for the things of God. God does not feature among the things that require haste. The things of God can wait, we think, and we say, and yet he is the most important thing, ultimately the only true important thing. Why should we not also be moved by curiosity to see more closely and to know what God has said to us? As the Christian season continues, may we ask God to touch our hearts with the holy curiosity and the holy joy of the shepherds. So it's a great point is, you know, maybe we can step back and think is, where can we make haste to get to know God better? Uh you know, whether it's maybe make haste to uh, be a little bit more attentive at Mass, maybe go more often during the week. Maybe we can make haste to confession a little more frequently than we did last year. Uh, something we can all do is make haste and pray the Holy Rosary on a daily basis, you know, for our families and ourselves and for grace. But um, the first simple point is uh, we need to maybe make haste uh, when it comes to the things of God and not drag our feet and get caught up in, you know, the deadly sin of sloth, which is a resistance to the things of God because of the effort it takes. And um, and I think all of us can can really think about one or two things that maybe we know the Holy Spirit has asked us to make haste to encounter the, the Lord. And uh, the second point is, I think we can meditate a little bit more. In the gospel, it says, And Mary kept all these things and reflected them in her heart. Uh, one of the things we'll notice about the Blessed Virgin Mary, especially in the sacred scriptures, is that she doesn't really say much. Um, you know, some of the recorded words can be simply, um, uh, you know, the Magnificat, and when she's told the angel, may it done to be according to thy word. Uh, and then, you know, when she, the first miracle in John 2, when she said, and they, when she turns to her son Jesus, said, they have no wine. Uh, she's a woman of um, few words, but a lot of prayer and contemplation. And the one thing she does beautifully, she ponders these things in her heart. What is meditation? Meditation, 
the catechism teaches us is above all a quest. The mind seeks to understand the why and how of the Christian life in order to adhere and to respond to what the Lord is asking. The required intensive is difficult to sustain, the, the catechism says. And I think we all experience that. Sometimes we have a hard time meditating because we get bogged down with uh, worldly worries and things we need to do and uh, many things that we can get caught caught up in worldliness. But, you know, Mary just teaches us, you know, that we should ponder things a little bit better and sit back, you know, maybe think about what was said at Mass, you know, what what's going on in the rosary. That's another interesting point is even the rosary, I, I believe, is sometimes we get accused by non-Catholics to say, well, you know, you you say that repetitive prayer and, you you know, and why do you, you know, just invoke the same words over and over again? And, you know, and it's a good observation, but if we pray the rosary correctly, it actually is supposed to be a meditative word. Uh, it is, it's a, a meditative encounter. It's a, it's actually a contemplative prayer. And John Paul II, on, on his um, encyclical on the Holy Rosary, he makes this point. He says, without contemplation, the rosary is a body without a soul, and its recitation runs the risk of becoming a mechanical repetition of formulas in violation of the admonition of Christ in praying. Do not heap up empty phrases that the Gentiles do, for they think that we heard for their many words. By its nature, however, the recitation of the rosary calls for a quiet uh, uh, rhythm and lingering pace, helping the individual to meditate on the mysteries of the Lord's life as seen through the eyes of her who was closest to the Lord. Wow powerful words that, uh, you know, even the rosary, if said well in, in a meditative fashion, it only takes like 17 minutes. Uh, you can do a lot in this 17 minutes. It could be a great form of meditation that we can do daily. But I think too, we have to be cautious of not just um, babbling like the pagans, as John Paul says, and to really focus on the the mysteries of the rosary, you know, whether today's the joyful mysteries and we can think about the birth of our Lord and for a second and as we're praying the Hail Marys or we can think about you know, the Annunciation where, you know, the Blessed Mother had to make her fiat. And we can think about ways that maybe it's hard to say yes to God and we just ask our Lord for grace in these moments and meditate on what Our Lady did. The Holy Father, Pope Francis, said, Our Lady has never refused me a grace to the recitation of the rosary. Hmm. Padre Pio said, Love the Madonna and pray the rosary, for her rosary is the weapon against the evils of the world today. All grace is given by God, passed through the Blessed Mother. But once again, I want to make that point is don't just pray, say the rosary, pray the rosary meditatively and let the mysteries uh, kind of make us go deeper into the biblical realities that are taught through the life of Christ seen through the eyes of Our Lady. And and lastly, one of the sort of uh, explicit or maybe even implicit messages of today's Holy Gospel is we should move others to Christ. And we see that these simple shepherds that made haste, they also made haste to find others to follow Christ. And these were not, you know, major theologians or, you know, scholars of the law. These were simple shepherds that worked in the fields and they would have been in, you know, you know, someone from Southern Maryland, <laughs> just, you know, and they just, they just loved God and they went and taught uh, people about him. And it says in the gospel, then the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard and all that had been told to them, you know? And uh, I don't know, Bill, did I talk about that, that Turkish girl that wanted to become Catholic in the podcast? I did. Okay. Yeah. Let's use another story. So 
Um, you know, I, I, one story I heard recently was um, about John Paul II, and I'm sure he brought many, many souls to Christ. And uh, he used to uh, bring intellectuals and teachers uh, into the, you know, papal palace and um, have coffee with them and discuss matters with them. And uh, in one particular um, encounter, he invited an atheist uh, philosopher who he respected, and the philosopher respected John Paul because John Paul had a lot of philosophical writings and they were discussing matters, you know, over, I guess, uh, you know, an espresso or whatever. And uh, the after the meeting, when, you know, John Paul had to go back to his duties, he um, he turned to the philosopher and said, I really think you should read this book. And he handed him the book of the Confessions by St. Augustine. Um, a year later, uh, the philosopher came back to him and he said, Your Holiness, I've I'm a believer. I've become a Catholic. Thank you for the book. It changed my life, you know, and just, a, you know, just a sort of a indication that, you know, many people, um, if we, you know, if we show them that we love them and that, you know, Jesus is there for them, that they can be converted uh, to, to the Lord. And sometimes it's just handing on a book or having a discussion, speaking to people about Christ, or what we've heard, you know, maybe at the mass or on the podcast, you know, no, and, and, um, and just trying to get others to know Christ. And that's one of our jobs, right? As, as Catholics to be like the shepherds. Mm -hmm. So, you know, on this new year and on this feast of Mary, mother of God, we, we just ask to have these, these virtues of our lady and the shepherds that uh, we can really bring unity in this world through Christ and really true unity will, will never be attained until we all become one in Christ. You know, that's actually one of the teachings of the church. Um, true unity is brought through truth and love. And and uh, and we pray that in some ways that we can be a, a small part in this big venture. So just thoughts to ponder, you know, today on this new year and this Feast of Mary, Mother of God, to make haste in the things of God, meditate a little bit more and move others closer to Christ through our word and example. So... All right, folks, I hope you're having a, a restful New Year's Day. And uh, I guess tomorrow it's back to work. But uh, uh, take advantage of today and maybe um, with your family or by yourself, you know, pray a, pray a rosary, asking Our Lady uh, to begin this New Year 2024 on the right foot, you know, on that, on that narrow road that leads to heaven. God bless.